Advisory services offered through Boss Retirement Advisors, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through Boss Retirement Solutions. The information contained in this material is given for informational purposes only, and no statement contained herein shall constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. The information is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. They're published authors, registered investment advisors, fiduciaries, and have over 34 years of combined retirement planning experience. You've got questions about your money and your retirement, and they've got the answers. Welcome to Retirement Solutions Radio with Tyson Thacker and Ryan Thacker. You know, Ryan, the other day I decided to Google the phrase investing for retirement. Oh, this sounds fun. <laughs> this is fun. And get this, there were 211 million results. <laughs> and so in other words, there were 211 million different articles, blogs, videos, all about investing for retirement. And there were probably... 211 million different opinions. Hey, good news. You could take your whole retirement just searching those 211. <laughs> That's right. About what you should or shouldn't do. Not only would this take you a lifetime, as you just mentioned, Ryan, to sift through these results, but unfortunately, much of it is outdated, misleading, or just flat out wrong. Welcome to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Tyson Thacker, along with my brother, Ryan. And today, we are going to be setting the record straight on what's fact versus fiction when it comes to planning and investing for your retirement years. Here's the truth, Ryan. There's rarely a one-size-fits-all solution for any personal finance issue. So you need to be very careful when you're doing your homework because something that's touted as the be-all and end-all solution for any specific issue as it relates to retirement could be the exact opposite of what you should be doing for your specific situation. So coming up on today's show, we're going to bust eight common myths about planning and investing for retirement, including things like why delaying your Social Security benefits could actually cost some people tens of thousands of dollars or more in their retirement years, the fallacy behind your quote-unquote magic number, Plus, why following the 4% rule could be the fastest way to run through your entire life savings far too soon. And Ryan, tell us about your Google experience. <laughs> well, this is interesting. If you just make that search even a little bit more general instead of investing for yeah. retirement, you just enter in retirement. It produces 1.4 billion <laughs> results. Now you made me depressed. <laughs> 211 million to 1.4 billion and, uh, you know, here's the thing is uh, we're going to jump right into these myths, Tyson, because we got a lot to cover with eight different myths today. But uh, myth number one is this magic number. Yep. We hear this all the time. Um, somebody will say, I just need a million dollars to retire and I'm going to be set. Everything's going to all be taken care of. But the challenge with this is an arbitrary number is nothing more than just a starting point. And for many people out there, it's just giving you a false sense of security that will give you the ability to retire. And uh, your focus should not be on the number. Your focus should be on what you want, or in other words, what you need your money to do for you in retirement, because this is this is the core of what we call the boss retirement blueprint. Uh, this goes back to 
saving, investing for retirement. Well, that's a great start, but it's what the money's going to do for you that really counts. Well, and even when we went back to Fox Business, we'd written this article and it was a trending article on the web. So they asked us to come back and talk about it. And Lauren Simonetti, the person who was interviewing us, gave us that same magic number of a million dollars. So that's how how many people talk about this as a general rule of thumb. And it just doesn't fly for everybody because it depends on how much they've saved and how much they spend, right? Exactly. Well, if someone's spending a million dollars a year, they're going to need a whole lot more than a million dollars to retire. Right. And, and I think that's where people get confused is they start to lose the perspective that there's a problem with the magic number. Number one is you could live longer than you think. In other words, that number gets stretched Longevity. way too thin. Yeah. And also achieving any number doesn't in, ensure success because your plan for what your money's going to do is far more important and nobody is exempt from running out of money in retirement. Yeah, you know, I, I not too long ago met with a guy who had between 15 and $20 million. Mm-hmm. And he still was worried about running out of money because he was spending so much. Lifestyle's was, different. Lifestyle's different. Healthcare's different. You're going to, on average, spend $400,000 with a married couple in your retirement years. So you cannot, let's sum up myth number one, there is no magic number. Yep. Myth number two. I'm never going to retire. I'm just going to keep working. How does that work, Ryan? <laughs> well, I heard this guy, he gave a church talk and he's like, I'm on the eternal um, retirement plan. And everyone kind of chuckled. And he's like, that just means I'm going to work forever because I don't have enough money. So I'm just going to work forever. <laughs> and the challenge with that, the reason why that's not a good plan is because statistics are not on your side with this strategy. And it can be dangerous because you could be re- forced to retire much sooner than you think. Most right, people Tyson? do. 60% or 6 out of 10 Americans don't retire on their own terms. It's, it's things like being downsized out of your job or offered an early retirement or your health takes a sudden turn for the worse or maybe your parents or your spouse's health fails and you need to take care of them. And then you're between a rock and a hard place. In fact, I just was talking to somebody last week that um, he decided that he was going to, he was running the company. The company was doing amazing. He told the company, look, I want to, I want to retire in a few years. And he said, I want to take a little bit of a sabbatical. Well, when he got back from the sabbatical, they basically, the company said, we're going to give you a permanent sabbatical. In other words, he came back to me and he said, I'm going to have to retire a lot sooner than I thought. I thought I was in control of this. And in reality, they decided that because I was telling them something that I wasn't going to be stable enough. And he was just another one of those six out of 10 statistics. Yep. So what do we want you to take away from this segment? Think about this. If you've saved and invested for retirement, that's a great start. But remember, it's what you do with this money that really matters most. And how are you going to ensure that you get out the most out of Social Security? What is the strategy to reduce your taxes in retirement? How are you going to generate different income sources during retirement? And what's your plan to navigate these required minimum distributions on your IRA, 401k, or other retirement accounts? Well, here's the good news. Let us show you how you can make the most out of your money, make it go further in retirement than you ever thought possible. Your initial analysis doesn't cost you a dime. We're going to tackle these tough topics like taxes, income, Social Security, diversification, and so much more. We'd invite you, if you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now to have this initial analysis run for you. Call us at 801-719-5066. Again, that number is 801-719-5066. 
Remember, when you come in and see us, there's no cost or obligation. There's no products for sale in these initial analysis. If you're the type of person who wants to make the most out of every dollar that you save for retirement, call us right now, 801-719-5066. That's 801-719-5066. The market has been on a tear for the last 10 years. In fact, we've been in a bull market now for the last 10 years. So do you believe that a bull market will go on forever? That's my question for you. And coming up on our next segment, we're going to talk about why counting on a big stock market, continued bull market in the future could get you into a lot of trouble. You don't want to miss these next two myths after the break. How will you generate income in retirement? Discover how to turn your savings into an income workhorse right here on Retirement Solutions Radio with Tyson Thacker and Ryan Thacker. All bull markets, Tyson, end with a bear market, right? (laughs) That's right. In other words, all markets that are going to go up are eventually going to come down. And it's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. And if you think that you're going to continue to get the same stock market returns that you've enjoyed over the last 10 years, well, (laughs) you're kidding yourself. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Ryan Thacker, along with my brother Tyson. And today we're setting the record straight on what's fact versus fiction when it comes to planning and investing for retirement. And coming up in this segment, we're going to talk about why you can't count on another 10 years of big stock market returns plus why well-known diversification rules of thumb are now obsolete. We're going to dive into each one of these. And Tyson, opening segment we were talking about, if you do a search on Google for investing for retirement, you're going to get hundreds of millions of, of results. If you just generalize that to a search for retirement, you're going to get over a billion results. A lot of opinions out there, a lot of different things that we hear, a lot of rules of thumb that we hear all the time. And that's why we're busting the myths today. So Tyson, uh, let's talk about this a little bit more. What's another one of these myths that we run into all the time? Well, there's this great article by Bloomberg first that talks about how retirees are trying to make their money last as long as they do. And most people think that they're going to have plenty, but it doesn't matter whether it's here in the US, Europe, Australia, Japan, the account balances of their retirement accounts just statistically According to the World Economic Forum, uh, that they did a study that was just published, they talk about how in the U.S. that they calculate that somebody who retires at the standard age will only have enough money to live about 9.7 years. Now, we'll talk about longevity in a future segment, but what this boils down to is that most people end up trying to swing for the fence because they say to themselves, well, the stock market's been awesome the last 10 years. So why not just continue to take this ride and cross our fingers and hope everything's going to be okay? And so that leads to myth number three, which is the stock market is always going to go up. In fact, let's talk about some statistics here about how corrections look. For instance, the average stock market correction over the last 70 years, once it, in other words, we have the bull market and then it goes down, the average has lost 13.3%. And the last major stock market correction resulted in a 57% loss. And Ryan, I've been reading this book called Aftermath, and it's it it, it talks about the aftermath of 2008 and what's Mm -hmm. next. Yeah. And um, some economists like this gentleman who who wrote this book are talking about 
that we could have another 60% downturn and that could be the more positive or rosy picture. Now, who knows? You know, all statistics, every, every situation is different. What we're facing with Iran, what we're facing with North Korea right now, uh, we have this uh, situation happening with China with, with trade wars. There's so many different things happening in, in the marketplace that are always different. But the bottom line is we can't just continue on with a bull market forever. Well, and I think you get comfortable and you get complacent. And then all of a sudden you just get sideswiped by a market correction. Go back to 2008, go back to 2001, right. go back to the 80s, go back to the 90s. I mean, all of these different time periods, um, when markets drop, they drop fast and they drop quickly. Everyone always thinks, well, I'm going to use some strategy to time the market. Well, trying to time the market is a fool's game. And um, you know the chances of a bear market rearing its ugly head are growing by the day. You know, the 10-year anniversary was actually March 9th of 2019. That's the 10-year anniversary. And when you think about this incredible run in the market, many people, when they get complacent, what's going to happen is they're going to give all the money back they earned plus more because the balances had grown by their right. contributions. And so all bull markets end the same. They end with a bear. It's not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when. And that's where you get yourself into trouble and... Tyson, we see this, we see it a lot right now where yeah. people are like, hey, I don't think I want to make any adjustments to my stock portfolios because it feels really good. I've made a lot of money and I just think that it's going to continue to go. This is the optimism out there, right? Well, and, and it depends on who you talk to, too. If you're talking to the husband, he wants to continue to put his foot <laughs> on the pedal. And, and when you look at what they have invested in their 401k, we actually do this analysis called a risk and fee analysis, and we can show you what risk score you have. Most husbands have a much higher risk score than the wife. Yes. Uh, the wife usually says, well, what's going on? I, I'm concerned about having enough, and I want to get the house paid off, and I want to make sure that we have a low risk score. And so <laughs> the reality is that most people are surprised when they come in and see us what their true risk score is and how much they could lose. That's the number one thing is we show them in dollars, not only just percentages, but in dollars, because... You know, we quoted these percentages of the last uh, big drop in the market was a 57% drop. Well, if you've got a million dollars in the market and you have a 57% drop, when you look at the actual dollar figures, it depresses you a lot more than just the percentage, right? It, it always feels more real when it's you've you had a million dollar portfolio and it goes down 40% and you lost 400,000. 400,000 feels a lot worse than 40%. It does. Even though it's the same number. The dollars make it real. And uh, folks, we would just like to tell you the best way to deal with this is to have a plan and a strategy. Right. Like you talked about, Tyson, the risk and fee. Measure that risk so you can say, if I'm not where I want to be, instead of just putting my hand, my head in the sand and hoping the market's going to continue to go up, that you have an actual plan and a strategy to minimize that risk. Awesome. Myth number four, you should own your age in bonds at 100 minus your age to get your stock bond mix. In other words, there's a simple rule of thumb that comes into play that can diversify you. And the older you get, the more you should have in bonds, the less you should have in stocks. Ryan, why is this a myth? And why should somebody have a much more customized plan? Well, we're in a completely different market. As many of you know, the bond market is much larger than the stock market. And we've enjoyed a 30-year bull market in bonds, meaning 
that as interest rates have gone down, you've got the perfect storm. You've got the income that comes from a bond portfolio, plus because interest rates were going down, the bonds were becoming more valuable. Well, we've seen recently um, that bonds don't always follow that pattern. In other words, when interest rates rise, the value of bonds will go down. And we've had this up and down. We had some tightening by the Fed where right. interest rates were going up. Recently, we've just had, uh, you know, the time that we're recording this, we've had interest rates, the Fed cut interest rates. Well, folks, the traditional rule that bonds are always going to be the safety place, it doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore. And so you need to look deeper than this than just saying, hey, own your age in bonds. That is a 1980s and 1990s philosophy. And if you don't change with your time, just think what phone you were using back in the in the <laughs> 90s. It, it wasn't the iPhone or the, the Samsung Galaxy mine, that you have. Mine, I think, was a Nokia. <laughs> and it certainly wasn't smart. <laughs> no. Right? It had buttons, and you could dial a phone. Now it's your, now it it's your text. email. It's text. It's your computer. It's, it's your calculator. Your bank, it's your flashlight. It's everything it's your GPS. All, all in one. It's your Swiss Army knife. And the question is, is your portfolio mimicking all of the changes that are now available when it comes to planning and preparing for retirement? Well, and really what we're saying is it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be properly diversified. It just means that you have to have it customized to you and you can't use the general rule of thumbs like a, a 60-40 portfolio or whatever it is, right? That's exactly right. And you have to you have to create an actual plan and a strategy. If you don't have a plan and strategy for this, you're going to be just hanging out there in the next market downturn, you're going to pay the price. Absolutely. And in fact, as we've been talking about in this segment, history tells us that we're long overdue for a stock market correction, or in other words, a bear market. So don't get lulled into thinking that this is going to go on forever. We are seeing way too many people who are feeling that way. And it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. So if you are within what we call the retirement red zone, um, within 10 years of retiring, the single most important thing that you can do to protect yourself is to update and rebalance your investments. We're talking about investments in your IRA, your 401k, and all of your retirement accounts. And this is far more complicated than just having those general rule of thumbs that we just talked about or having a mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, in other words. We can show you how to properly diversify your portfolio that will make your money break a sweat. In other words, we want your money to work as hard as you do or more uh, work harder in your retirement years. At the same time, while you're reducing your risk, there's no cost for this initial analysis. This is about opening your eyes to all of your options and ensure you're not taking any unnecessary risks at this stage of the game. So, we can't do this for everyone, but if you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now at 801-719-5066. Again, that number, 801-719-5066. Learn how you could potentially do more with your money at the same time reducing your risk. Give us a call right now, 801-719-5066. Why is Forbes calling the 4% rule rubbish? Well, we'll talk about it when you join us after the break.
They say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert, but these guys have nearly 75,000 hours of combined retirement planning experience. Show-offs. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio with Ryan Thacker and Tyson Thacker. According to an article in Forbes, the 4% retirement spend-down rule is rubbish. And that's a quote. <laughs> so why is this traditional rule of thumb no longer viable today? Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Tyson Thacker along with my brother Ryan. We are the Retirement Brothers. We're so glad you're with us. Today's show is brought to you by Boss Retirement Solutions. And today we're setting the record straight on what's fact versus what's fiction when it comes to planning and investing for retirement. And we talked about in the opening segment about how if you Google investing in retirement, there's going to be over 211 million hits. <laughs> and if you just Google retirement, there's going to be over a billion hits. And obviously, there's a lot of outdated, misinformed information. And coming up in this segment, why you can no longer rely on the 4% rule plus if you think taxes will be lower in retirement, well, Ryan, you better think again, right? I just love that word rubbish. Rubbish. I mean, like... <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm over in Britain. Yeah. Rubbish. That's a I, bunch of rubbish. I mean, that is awesome. Thanks, Forbes. That made my day. And if you think about those 1.4 billion search results, I can guarantee it. There is a lot of rubbish out there in those search <laughs> results. And well, And so let's talk, Ryan, first off about what the 4% rule is for people who haven't heard about it. This, this goes back 30 years ago by a, a guy by the name of William Bengen. And at the time, he felt like the 5% rule, which was what was common 30 years ago that you could withdraw from your portfolio was dead. And so he backed it off to saying, you should be okay with pulling 4% out of your portfolio every single year all the way through retirement and still be okay. Well, now Forbes is saying, not in today's market. We're not getting high enough returns. And if you're pulling out that much, you basically have a 50-50 shot of running out of money. Well, and it's really simple. Think about if you had a million dollars for retirement, if you're drawing out 4%, that rule would be you're taking out $40,000 a year. Well, right. the challenge is if you're invested in a stock portfolio and we do have another bear market and the market goes down by 50%, well, now a... $40,000 withdrawal on 500000 where the market went down to, that's going to kill your portfolio. Now, some people say, well, I could just reduce less. Um, I don't know very many people who say, I want to spend less money in retirement. And uh, you know they, they need to have a reliable source of income. And so- Well, that, that even relates to that next point, which I wanted to make, which is, Ryan, if you don't have everything in the stock market, today, because we have such record low interest rates and- at the same time, as you just mentioned, stock markets are at record highs. And at the same time, we're living longer than we've ever lived before. So we've got to make the money last longer than ever before as well. And so that's one of the reasons why the 4% rule really can't be relied upon. And then, Ryan, what you just talked about, if the market goes down, that's what we call sequence um, of returns, where it's a huge problem because if you're trying to drain money out of the bucket and live off of that at the same time the market goes down, and you're trying to get the market to go back up, a lot of times you run out of money so much faster. In fact, there's so many calculations that we can do. And we, we do something called low volatility investing that we talk all about this. 
Well, and on top of that, you throw in the required minimum distributions or RMDs could pay, pose a major threat to this 4% rule because you may be forced to withdraw money out even if the market has gone down. You have In no words, choice anymore. You cannot time it. And so this is super important. And uh, this leads us to myth number six. And this is a big one that my taxes are going to be lower in retirement. Folks, this could not be further from the truth, because the truth is taxes could be your biggest expense in retirement. And if you don't have a tax-efficient investment strategy, that's when it's going to cost you tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in additional taxes, because you simply have not had a forward-looking tax strategy when it comes to retirement. Well, you think about how much we're in debt right now as a federal government. $21 trillion, with a T. Yeah. And we're... It, it just keeps getting worse all of the time. And Washington Times just did a piece where they predict the federal debt will reach $100 trillion within 30 years. I think it'll happen faster than that. Wow. And when you consider that Social Security should be insolvent by 2034 if nothing changes, in other words, there's all of these entitlements. Um, there's all of these things by the federal government that have to be paid for. Yep. And right now we are spending 105% of our, our national GDP. <laughs> and so something's got to change. Otherwise, taxes have to go up. And according to Forbes, uh, they said, and I quote, taxes could double in the next 10 years. Think about that for a second. If your taxes, whatever you're paying today, could double, what's your plan for that? And what is your strategy? And that's one of the things that we find when we meet with many families is they have no idea that when you add on taxes to Social Security, you compound that into your required minimum distributions, and then your RMDs percentage increases every year because Uncle Sam wants his money back that he lets you grow uh, tax deferred. Uh, Folks, this is a recipe for disaster. Now, there is a light at the end of the tunnel because you probably don't realize this, but you have more control over how much you pay in taxes during your retirement years and leading up to it than at any other time in your life. The key is to have a forward-looking tax-efficient strategy. And Ryan, how do people find out more about this? Well, think about this. Have you been a good saver? Just think about that question for a minute. Well, unfortunately, our system is going to punish people just like you. And the way that that's going to happen is you're going to get clobbered in taxes. And this could happen to you. You think it's not going to happen to me. It's going to happen to somebody else. Well, the bottom line with this is your savings could end up being a fraction of what they thought it was going to be when you're going into retirement. So here's the good news. You don't have to just put your head in the sand. You can take action on this. If Think about this. If you've saved 250000 in an IRA, 401k, or any other type of retirement account, there are ways that could save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. And we want to help you learn exactly how with what we call our free tax reduction analysis from Boss Retirement Solutions. And in this free analysis, we're going to show you the simple and actionable strategies, how you can plan and prepare for this that could save you a small fortune in taxes with your IRA, 401k, or any other retirement account. So you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call right now. If you've saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now to get this free forward-looking tax analysis. Call us at 801-719-5066. Again, that number is 801-719-5066. Don't delay. Be one of the first 10 callers. Take action and control your future. Call us at 801-719-5066. 
The number of people who will live to celebrate their 100th birthday is projected to, listen to this, to skyrocket nearly 800% over the next couple of decades. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how this impacts planning for retirement. You don't want to miss this. Come back and hear these last two myths after the break. They are your ambassadors of Quan. You're listening to the Retirement Brothers on Retirement Solutions Radio. Welcome back. According to Pew Research, the world was home to nearly a half a million centenarians. So in other words, people who were age 100 and older. In 2015, more than four times as many as there were in 1990. Think about that for a second. We just four times the number. Big jump. And then it continues to say, the projections suggest that there will be 3.7 million centenarians across the globe in 2050. 3.7 million. That is a big number. And if you're listening to this, this could be you. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions Radio. I'm Ryan Thacker, along with my brother Tyson. We are the Retirement Brothers from Boss Retirement Solutions and Advisors. And uh, today we're setting this record straight on the fact versus fiction when it comes to planning and preparing for retirement. And uh, coming up in this final segment, we want to hit this big one, longevity, that we talked about from this research by Pew Research. And we also want to talk about how Social Security and the way that you claim it could end up costing you a small fortune if you don't plan and prepare for this. And Tyson, I think in this opening segment, let's just look back at some of these myths. You hear these all the time. Um, Segment one, we talked about this magic number. I just need whatever the magic number is. A million dollars. Three million, five million, you're going to be just fine. Myth number two is I'll never retire. I'm just going to keep working, not considering the fact that you may not be able to, (laughs) right? Whether it's through health whether it's being laid off, whatever it is. That's right. Myth number three is the stock market always goes up. What must come up must go down. And the other one, myth number four, is you should own your age in bonds. In other words, um, 100 minus your age is the stock bond mix. Uh, Myth number five is I can count on withdrawing 4% from my portfolio. Found that rule that uh, you have a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. if you're all in a stock portfolio of running out of money in retirement from a recent study. This myth number six is our favorite. Your taxes are going to be lower in retirement. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> and Tyson, let's talk about myth number seven and eight in this final Yeah, segment. so myth number seven is talking about how a lot of people sit, come into it. One of our six offices along the Wasatch Front, and they say this. They say, look, I want to retire at 66. Um, I think I only need to plan on about 10, 15 years in retirement. Well, according to the statistics, that's not true. In the opening segment, how many centenarians? 3.7 million centenarians. Now, to keep in mind, when somebody comes in to see us, we talk about how long did your parents last? How long did your, your grandparents last? What does your current health look like? And we, we use that to help you to understand how long we need to plan for. But we like to plan for everybody to live till at least age 100 because so many people are living beyond that. And and so if you think you're going to only live to your 80s, think again. We're all living longer than ever before. And so you've got to make that money last as long as you do. And today, people need to understand 
what that looks like. And the only way to make that work is through proper planning. Right, Ryan? Well, just think about this for a second. How many people do you know? Just stop and think about this. How many people do you know right now, loved ones, family members, friends that are thriving in their 80s and 90s? And so we always say uh, to to people when they come in, we want to prevent you from being 85, full of life and flat broke. Maybe we ought to change that, Ryan, to we don't want you to be living to 100 and full (laughs) of life and flat broke. Well, it's not uncommon for people to know someone who's age 100 right now and still alive. And with these longevity rates climbing every year, um, think about this question. Could you afford to live until age 100 on your current savings? Um, You better have a plan, right? That's right. And, And when you think about, let's say that you ran out of money 10 years before you really passed. Because you didn't have a plan, because you relied on the magic number, because you relied on the 4% rule, all these things that we've been breaking and busting as myths today. But this one is huge because if you want to, when we talk about people living longer, it's not just a matter, because when when we talked to somebody in one of our public workshops about what if you lived age 100, most people say, I don't want to live that long. Well, the reality is that people are living longer and feeling like they're younger, you know, everybody jokes that, uh, 40 is the new 25 and, and, you know, so 50 is the next new 30 and all that kind of thing. Well, the reality is that because we're living longer, 85 could be the new 65, right? Yep. And, you know, it's interesting. Think about watching your parents age. Um, think about what that experience and that journey, one of the things that piles up the longer you live, our medical costs. Right. It's just a natural part of the aging process. Um, you know, you have more emergency procedures that come up. You try to you try to fix one thing, and all of a sudden it creates a ripple effect and affects something else. Mm-hmm. And you've got all these different medications that counterbalance each other, and then one new medication throws the whole thing off. Right. And then you, you need to go in and have a surgery, and then the surgery, you have complications from the surgery, and you've watched this happen. I mean, it's not like we're we're talking about anything here that's surprising. It's just part of the aging process. And our advice to families out there is you really need to take a look at this long before you go into retirement. What is you've worked hard your whole life, raised a family, had a job, had different uh, church or community uh, responsibilities. And then all of a sudden, you're supposed to be a retirement expert when you get to this magic age of retirement. This is not a do-it-yourself project, Tyson. That's right. And, and so it all boils down to having a plan in place and working with somebody who's done this thousands and thousands of times. Myth number eight is this. I should wait until age 70 until I take my Social Security. Or let's even flip that around and say I should take it at 62 this myth is really boils down to the fact that most people think that they can rely on a general rule of thumb and they don't understand how it works. In fact, there is this statistic that we talked about in a show a couple of weeks ago, which really says that a whopping 91% of adults age 15 older are admitting that they don't know what factors contribute to how much they're going to receive in Social Security benefits. And this was done um, from a recent survey from what's called the Na- Nationwide Retirement Institute. And, and so 
the bottom line is, whether you want to take it early or you want to take it late or you think you know when to take it, you need to understand and work with somebody who can simplify this for you. And know the factors out there that that can make a difference. For example, for the group that says you should always wait until 70, um, there's a great article from Fiscal Times that says, here's four different reasons why you should take it early. And uh, one is sickness. And it says that one in five people over the age of 50 um, they're going to run into health problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two is need. A lot of people think, okay, I used to have a pension. I used to have all this great retirement savings. Well, the reality is most people don't have a pension in this country. The only thing that they know that they're going to get for sure is that Social Security, and it becomes the baseline or the foundation for what they're going to get in retirement, right? And you literally need to take that money or else you're going to just be drawing your savings down and hoping that you live a long time to get your Social Security benefit. Um and the other one is uh, many retirees out there, they take Social Security because um, they have more assets and they think that there's um, no real need to wait until a larger payment, but they don't consider in the fact that maybe medical is going to compound and you've got all these different ones. And then the last one here is um, roll of the dice, um, thinking you're not going to live. We, it's really interesting. We have families that come in and say, I want you to plan for my plan to end at age 80. Well, why age 80? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to live longer than age 80 right. based off of family history. Well, maybe that's true, but what happens if you do? That would be a really bad place to be without any other backup plan. Well, in Social Security, we consider ourselves one of the experts out there in the marketplace, not only uh, in Utah, but nationally. And we've actually had a lot of people copy us in talking about this And even things like when we say that there's 2,728 rules in the Social Security Handbook, we hear other people talking about this same kind of thing. But the reality is that you need to talk to somebody like ourselves who can help you to understand what all of this looks like. Now, we don't get paid one thin dime for Social Security, but it becomes such a big piece of the equation that you need to simplify it and understand how it works. Well, it is complicated. It's confusing. When you add in, how is it going to affect my taxes? How is it going to affect my Medicare premiums? How is it going to affect the risk that I take in the stock market? How is it going to affect um, what I do to pass on the money that I've worked really hard for to those that I love? You bring this all together, and you need to have a plan and a strategy is what all these myths boil down to. If you don't do this, you're going to be leaving a lot of money on the table. In fact, you have a 96% chance. Let me repeat that. You have a 96% chance of losing $111,000 in Social Security income that's rightfully yours. And that's a quote from a new article that just came out from Bloomberg. 96% of hardworking Americans are losing on average 111000 on Social Security income due to critical timing mistakes. And Ryan and I are pretty proud of the fact that Boss Retirement Solutions and Advisors has helped over 15,000 people to understand more about Social Security. But you could avoid this with a free Social Security analysis. This free analysis takes the complication out of claiming your benefits and it could help you avoid some of the critical mistakes and trap doors that could cost you a small fortune. So if you've saved more than $200,000, be one of the first 10 callers right now at 801-719-5066. Again, that number, 801-719-5066. Don't risk losing what could be tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, 
in Social Security benefits that are rightfully yours, give us a call right now at 801-719-5066. That's 801-719-5066. Thanks for listening today. And remember, retiring successfully today doesn't happen by accident. It starts with a plan, the Boss Retirement Blueprint. Have a great week, everybody. 